Black um, entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. and um, I think you found this wine. Right. She's a um, African American. Two two girls that became um, sisters, and they formed a company mm-hmm. and wanted to sell black girl wine. So let's try it. Oh, out so they're sisters. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Let's see. Ooh. I like that. But you know what? Um, so they have they have it in a can. Mm. They have a couple different flavors, right? Mm-hmm. And we just, for Black History Month, being as though it says Black Girl Magic. Right. We just want to give it a try. So. Guys, you guys got to try this one. <laughs> I like it. And what else do we have here? Mm. Oh, it is kind of. It's, it's not tart. But it's, it's, it's tart. It's, a, it's not sweet. It is kind of kind of a dry. Does it kind of does it kind of remind you of a Chardonnay? No. Um, hmm. No, does. it's not sparkly anything. So right, but it and it's look. Oh, I like the label because it says they say Black McBride Girl Sisters Man. Collection mm-hmm. in California t- 2019 when they first started. Mm-hmm. I am impressed. I do know a young lady mm-hmm. in Chicago. Which is an, a friend of mine, uh-huh. and she has a Moscato. Oh, really? So we're. Tr- I'm trying to get her on the show. So okay. she, she just yes, kind of. We need to have she, her. On she the wants show. to get on there, but she's not ready yet. But mm-hmm. she's supposed to bring me a couple bottles. But it looks mm-hmm. good. I see her. She does her own packaging. She does everything herself. So I think right. I think it's gonna be a winner as well. Okay, and so for the next taste tester for Black owned girl, mm. we're gonna get Snoop Dogg. Mm. We're gonna try Snoop Dogg. Right? Okay, Snoop. What you got going on? Snoop, Snoop Doggy Dogg. Dog. So let's see. Let's see what Snoop Dogg's doing, right? Okay. It's Black History Month, y'all. We don't drink that little, much. We just give right. it a little taste test. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So Snoop. Let's see what's up. What it smells kind of uh, good. Cali Rose. Cali Rose, huh? Okay, yeah. Let me see. Hmm. I like that. Oh yeah. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. I like that. All right. This sound. This seemed like it's it called might be Nineteen a Crimes. Okay. Ooh, wait. Nineteen, 19 Crimes. crimes. Goes right with our show. Right. <laughs> Snoop Doggy Dog. Do you see us? Okay. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> yes. All right, y'all. We just want to try. We just wanted to try our products from. Melanin skinned wine. Yeah, <laughs> Melanin skinned um, wine because, you know, when we drink alcohol, it's always, you know, from other cultures. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. you know, we just Do want a to give support. our own a try for Black History Month. So, mail call. Mail call. Mail call. Mail call. Where's my mail? Oh, I need my money. Oh, I wish the right mail would hurry up. I need my paperwork right now. Well, this is our edition of Mail Call, and we guys have Abraham Galloway. He's an African-American abolitionist. He was a Union Army spy. Mm -hmm. He was a politician and a brick mason. 
Um, he was born in November 16th, 1868. He was born into slavery mm-hmm. and he ended up getting himself freed, a freedman, right? Right. So he was an army spy, uh-huh. right? And um, he was in the politics, mm-hmm. right? And so, you know, we always discuss a little bit of, um, you know, politics in our show, right? Prison politics and entertainment. Right. And so, um, from my understanding, he was in uh, North Carolina. He died yep. in North Carolina mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, followed the Civil Civil War, right? Okay, okay. And um, they honored him. Um, they honored the attendees. Um, there was more than uh, 6,000 people. So oh, wow. he was a big dog, as they would okay, say. Okay, <laughs> okay. So what he... So, okay, as a spy, I wonder what what did he usually... What did he do for the Union? You know, what kind of information did he give out as a spy? You know, just thinking about that back in them days. I mean, you didn't have a phone. Right. You, you didn't, didn't have... have no, they had telecommunication, I guess. Yeah, or Girl, or, or, sell, or or yell through the um um like a phone, like a wire and uh-huh. then the uh. Cup. Oh, like a <laughs> girl. Look, these millennials wouldn't even know nothing yeah, about that. Even this little, little that little tappy thing. So I remember seeing Look at how that. far technology has went through that. They technology. said he made. They said that um he brought in uh fifteen dollars a month. That was a lot of money. Fifteen dollars a month. Uh, and then at the age of 20, mm-hmm. he escaped from slavery along other fellow slaves, mm-hmm. Richard Eaton. Okay. And uh, from the looks of it, he um, they ran away together. Okay. And they planned to use oil cloth and wet towels to ward off smoke. But fortunately, the fires were left um, unlit, right? Okay. And so Galloway uh, Eaton arrived successfully in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, but where he sent forth north to Ontario okay. to avoid the bounty hunters. Whoa. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. The bounty hunters so back that, then were on horse and head They were dog. on horses, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. he went to Ontario, Canada. Right. And then um, he knew William B. Gold. Before the war, and they kind of reconnected in April 1864 in New York City. That was his early life. Okay. Then he was a politician mm-hmm. that delegate the dele, part of a delegation of five black leaders. Okay. Who met um, Abraham Lincoln? Okay. Oh, wow. So he met okay. Abraham Lincoln. Hey. So he that's how he and did, urged yeah. him to advocate to um uh, for suffrage for African Americans. So he was the advocator mm-hmm. to put. It into Abraham Lincoln that we needed to be free. set free, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. And then the same year, Galloway was also one of the 144 black leaders who attended the National Convention of Colored Citizens of United States, which has been cited as the most important gathering of African American leaders during the Civil War. Right. By 1865, Galloway had organized the state chapter and five local chapters of the National Equal Rights League, right? Okay. So that must be the Urban League now. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. And then on September 29th, 1865, Galloway helped to lead and free slaves, um, free people's convention. Okay. 
Japan. He also organized to meet 117 black delegates mm -hmm. um, representing 42 countries that coincided with a meeting held by the Abadamo Society. Am I saying that right? Annabellum. Adabellum. Okay. So society. Adabellum. Adabellum. <laughs> society. So so society. Yes. Okay. So now speed it up to um, before his death, right? He openly carried a pistol. He ain't play no games. Okay. okay? Oh, too good, Pete. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, he was very gifted in uh, shooting people, right? And in his black. Um, in, in his speeches to black audiences, he employed sarcasm and irony when um, ridiculous to, to ridiculous whites. Okay. So, okay. Yes. Well, he is an important person of black history. Yes. Right. So, guys, look into Mr. Abraham Mr. Galloway. Mr. Abraham Galloway. He is for Shackled History Unleashed. And today we have Chara from hey. Sculpted Body Care. She came to give you guys an update about her business and how her first 90 days went. How you doing, Chara? Hi. Hi. Hi, ladies. It's nice to see you guys. Yeah, nice to see you too. So how has business been running for you for the first 90 days? How's that been going? Well, the first 90 days was really good. Like, our fourth quarter, we, we did numbers. Okay. We made money. Okay. Good. Now, <laughs> starting off the new year, 2022. Okay. It has, a, it has not been the same. Well, so, what's it's the downside? Okay. So, I think last quarter, we made a lot of money mm -hmm. because it was the holiday season. We sold a lot of gift certificates. Um... We were new. People were trying us out. So we were making money. Then, you know, once it got closer towards the end of the year and the holiday time actually came, after Christmas, it was not a lot of people coming in and out of the mm -hmm. Because, you know, they still in their holiday mood and then, you know, they're, you know, got other obligations. It is the holiday season. Mm -hmm. um, and then, as everybody knows, the numbers everywhere is going back up for COVID. Right. Mm, yes. So um, a lot of appointments that we had booked like right after the new year, mm -hmm. people were um, sick, canceling, um, not able to come to their appointment, taking care of someone else that may have been sick in their household or displaying some of the symptoms so they didn't want to come mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, people coming through the doors and making money on retail, but not some services, so not really being in some of those gift certificates that we saw the end of the quarter last quarter. Uh -huh. And so it has been um, a struggle financially, um, looking at the books with the money that's being made currently and, you know, with the overhead of the business. But I feel like it's to be expected, right? you know, in the first quarter. Mm -hmm. So... Um, it's important that you plan, mm -hmm. um, study whatever industry you're going in so that you know uh, that cycle of what, you know, what months and times of year that business thrives. How, yes. what, how big um, is your staff? What, how many, how many well, people do you have on your staff? 
I had three people prior to COVID, plus I have a virtual personal assistant mm-hmm. that I, um, I use and work with on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, just more recently, I lost all my staff over the 20 hours. My staff quit. Mm-hmm. One personal reason is I want to get another employment opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been just grinding it out by myself, which mm-hmm. is okay right now because it is slow. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not that big of a deal. My personal assistant, she helps with more of the back office type stuff so I can really, you know, be there with the clients and stuff like that. But in addition to that, you know, I got other businesses that I'm running at the same time, right. which I'm fortunate because it, it allows you to have streams. Uh-huh. Yeah. But what I'm really trying to do is just kind of work up uh, different avenues of income that I can get with the spot, you know, I got like an event space in the back. I'm trying to pump that up. Okay. Retail products, trying to pump that up. Okay. Because even if you can't come through the doors, I have other things that we can make money on and, you know, things that I can, you know, sell services that I can provide. Um, what's, like your, right what's, now, your, what's your, what's your event space in the back? Um, how, what, how many people does that hold? Like, mm-hmm. who, who would it cater oh, to? Because it's hard for spots. There's a spot party space, basically, okay. like a more intimate setting. Right. It wouldn't be comfortable with anybody more than 30 people. Okay. Um, and so it is, so you can have like a bridal shower or some more intimate event. Right. Okay. And that uh, aspect, you know, a sip and paint, something like that would be good back there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, I've been just, you know, trying to promote that idea a little bit, a little bit more, or, you know, come in and have a birthday party here, mm-hmm. you know, something small, more intimate. Because it's like, you can't really have no crowds nowhere anyway, so you want right. somebody, 10 people, 8 people, you know? Okay. So, it's a more intimate space, it's real cozy, though, right. and, you know... But like I said, in addition to that, you know, I just happen to be fortunate that I have other skill sets mm-hmm. and other businesses mm-hmm. that I can, you know, uh, pull revenue from in right. order to support the spa mm-hmm. through this, you know, through tight times like it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I got trucking and I run a property. I got, you know, I coach and teach business credit right. and establishing and formation of uh, corporations and LLC. So on the business side, um, doing that, mm-hmm. getting people funding, mm-hmm. things like that for their businesses mm-hmm. during this time. And then, you know, just being a helping assistant to other entrepreneurs and being helpful, you know, kind of like walking through the things that I've heard because it doesn't make sense for everybody to keep making the same mistakes or costing mistakes because I've already paid for them and know okay. they are. <laughs> yes. I know. I'm giving out free game. Okay. I'm giving out free game all the time. I know. No, no, I make them pay for it. No, I'm just kidding. But look, I know as far as the uh, beauty. I make them pay for the good stuff. Yes. I give you this much. Okay. <laughs> I know for the beauty industry, January is always a slow time. Well, after Christmas is really, or New Year's, it's always slow in our industry. And when I was thinking, I'm looking at my books, I'm like, oh my God, people canceling. But do you have it where you have people pay deposits for their services? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So if you do walk online, you do pay a deposit. And unfortunately, you will lose your deposit if, um, you don't call 
But if you call me, I'm a reasonable person. Right. You just don't show up. I feel like you didn't value my time. Mm-hmm. And to me, my time is everything. I have a lot going on. Mm-hmm. So my time means everything to me. So if you don't value my time, I'm not giving your deposit back. But if you call me and say, hey, I can't make it. Right. Or this, that. I'll apply your deposit to your next booking. Exactly. Okay. If you're courteous enough to let me know, like, hey, I'm not coming. But if I'm sitting here waiting on you calling you, I've sent you the text message, sent you the notification trying to get you to confirm and get mm-hmm. you to be solid and you're not, then I, I can't either. I can't be right. solid right okay exactly okay mm-hmm. so um yeah. when the when when you had um the issues with the employees they were quitting what steps or measures have you taken to make sure that you replace them are you allowing them to come back or they just quit right out and said um goodbye i'm not coming back or they took a leave of absence one of them quit one of them quit one of them got some uh personal issues going on she's gonna come and train some of the new essays that i have okay that i uh recently hired they're fresh out of school so okay it's like it's all okay with fresh talent mm-hmm. then that way i can kind of show them the something body way and they can right. do things my way instead of them coming in doing things their way right or the way that they think it's best because uh-huh. you know you never know what happens in the room once you close the door okay if you train someone they may do that the, the something body way in front of you but you don't know what happens when they close that door so i feel like with new um essence, i'm giving them a chance i got two girls i hired immediately mm-hmm. Which I was really surprised that I had been looking to hire more people when I was so booked and busy the last quarter. Mm-hmm. I was overwhelmingly booked. Right. And I couldn't find anybody. Mm-hmm. And so now, you know, I don't have nobody, but I'm going to get my staff in place and why it is quiet around mm-hmm. this time. I'm going to get them trained. I'm going to get them certified in things they haven't been certified in. Um, me and Dr. Risa, with her staff and myself, we're going to get them some trainers coming in teaching them how to do different techniques and things like that. Because, right. like I said, my girls that I just hired, they're first out of school, but I want them to be confident in the services that they're providing. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I want to support them in any way that I can to get them the training mm-hmm. and the certifications that they need. So me as a business owner, when my name is stamped on this, a lot of people come to my establishment because of me, my personality, they know me or know you know, know the type of businesses that I run. Exactly. So they come for that reason. And I want them to have the experience, whether I'm there or not, the same experience. I want it to be consistent. So, you know, that's what I'm going to be working on the rest of this month, getting my girls trained appropriately, you know, thinking of some new marketing strategies and so as we go into uh, February. No, no, Valentine's is a top you know, top seller. Right, Valentine's, right. get what, ready what, for Valentine's. You know, just I want my I want the ladies to love on themselves. You ain't got nobody to buy you a package, or ain't got nobody to love you. Who love you the most? Love, love on yourself. you. Yes, okay. yes. As women, we just don't do enough self care for ourselves. Right. No. Yes. Are you? Are you? What specials are you offering for Valentine's Day? What What deals are for you? Valentine's Day? I'm offering a couple of massages and um, facials. Okay. So you can get um, a couple of massages and facials, which is like a $300 value. Mm-hmm. We're giving it to you for $199. Okay. okay. Yep. And then, and then I got you Love on Your Curves special. I'm doing. Um, I like that. <laughs> I'm doing a mini. <laughs> yep, Love on Your Curves. I'm doing a mini mommy makeover uh, session. Six cavitations. Okay. And six uh, butt lifts. Okay. 
for a thousand dollars. Oh shoot! So that's a package. Yeah. So I, I mean, I want to. I mean, summer bodies are built in the winter, so yes. y'all want to get to it. Let's do it. That's okay. Right. Question. Oh, question. Sorry. Question. One important question. Your employees, do you have them sign a contract, and does your contract has a no compete clause in it? So you know when they have to leave. With- I do have a non compete okay. clause mm-hmm. inside of the contract. Um, I also have some proprietary uh, herbal blends and uh, teas that I personally made and sell mm-hmm. that um, I make them sign a with a non compete yep. and a um, non disclosure. Awesome. Um, about about that because um, I got I blended in house. I mean herbs come in raw mm-hmm. and I blend it so. Mm-hmm. They would know what it is, so mm-hmm. I do make them sign that. Mm-hmm. And I um, and for me, you know, like I train my girls. Like when you go to esthetician school, they don't teach you about doing body work. That's something different. It's not something that's recognized mm-hmm. by any state organization. You don't have to get licensed. It's a certification. And you know, if I if I see that a person is willing to learn and wants to learn. I want to, you know, teach them. Right. And so I do, I do train them. Okay. I train them well. I give them training. I give them the knowledge that I have. And I share that with them. And that's the reason why I do do the line compete. Because you're not going to take all this good knowledge I done gave you. And then when you make a door to me, and then you got to argue and fight over something. Okay. for everybody. <laughs> Right. Go 10 miles that way. Right. right. Yep. Right. 10 miles. Okay, girl. I know that's right. Because they look, they will try they you. Will try yes, you. I done yes, been there. Been there and done that. Mm-hmm. So with the with the with the spa, you also um you're doing um are you showing people how to open up their own spa and what classes or courses are you offering? Right. So I don't specifically like tell people how to open their own spa, but mm-hmm. if somebody comes to me and they need help with opening a spa, mm-hmm. of course you can hire me as a consultant okay. because I've been there, done that. I done did a whole build out for where it was nothing, not even a stud in the wall. Right. I can take you from ground zero okay. all the way to opening your front door. Okay. And so um, if somebody needs the help with that, you know, I'll you can pay me for my services. You know, I have people start something company. Yeah. You can either, I can walk you through it or I can do it for you. Uh, and so, with that being said, that's one of the things that I do. Mm-hmm. I, if you call and you have a question for me, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, you got to ask me that question. I'm going to charge you this amount of money. Mm-hmm. I'm not that type of person. Right. Um, but if I gotta hold your hand, walk you through it, and now you're occupying my time, mm-hmm. yes, my time is valuable. I'm a businesswoman. You are gonna have to compensate me for my time. Right. Like a quick question, I can give you. Like you say, okay, I'm doing my, you know, motor carrier uh, application. It's asking me this. Do you know what that means? Right. And I tell you the answer, so that's good. But I'm not gonna sit on the phone with you and go through the whole 27 pages with you. Right. 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 Okay. Yep. Oh, you know that's 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 the difference between me giving you some free game or yep. help and me doing it for you. Yep. Because if that's the case, you got to pay me because, like I said, now I'm taking up thirty minutes, forty minutes of my time, mm-hmm. and my time is valuable. It's right. It's the most valuable thing I have for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Right. So exactly. Let's switch gears a little bit. Okay. So with the with the trucking industry. Um, how is the trucking business going for you so far? That's one of your businesses that you have. How right. are you able to cater Wonderful. to, cause you're, cause you're right now you're in a down, um, spirit of, um, 
with the spa. So you're in the up. Are you up in the trucking? Is the trucking generating? So right now with the trucking, and it's usually the first quarter. I've been in trucking for three years. So usually the first quarter of my history has been trucking has been down. Okay. Um, even during COVID, the first quarter was down, but we were making money okay. because we were the only people out on the road. Like in March of last year, you know, March of um, 20, we were the only people on the road, us in the National Guard. Right. So <laughs> we made money like right at the end of the quarter, but it was so close to the end of the quarter that it really didn't put in numbers the rest of the year. Was just, so it's just been going up and up and up. Uh-huh. And um, it's because of the way that the world is set up now. Yes. COVID has made the world where we don't want to leave our homes. And during the time when we were on lockdown, we've gotten comfortable with things being delivered to us right. and coming to our door. We've consuming more consumables because we're in the house more. And you can look at the news. Everybody sees it. There is a shortage of freight drivers, truck drivers. A lot of people aging out, getting sick, can't really drive no more. Right. Um, not to really, you know, talk about the younger generation. The younger generation don't have the same at work ethic as the prior, prior, and prior generation. Right. So it's just not a workforce out there. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. the trucking industry is short drivers. Okay. So if there's somebody out there that's looking for a career, go get those CDLs. You can make you some money. Yeah. And they I'm could come work. They work. could come work for you. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna say they can come work for me because <laughs> let me tell you this about no. Listen. And this is real talk. When we get down to trucking, uh-huh. trucking is serious. Uh-huh. That's a big vehicle that you got out there on the road, okay. right? I can't just hire no anybody. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that can go wrong with that yeah. truck. Okay. Yeah. You know, you can injure some people. You can kill some people. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you two examples of what happened to me when we just hiring anybody, okay? Oh, okay. One, I had a driver that had a load on with him. Mm-hmm. He went to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. His load was like a Friday load. He'd have to drop it off to a Monday. He got to Atlanta on a Saturday. He goes out, gets shot. Now I got freight down there stranded in Atlanta, and I'm all the way up here in Wisconsin. What? You see where the problem comes in at? Yes. And who's responsible for the freight? Not the driver. You. All on I'm you. I got to figure out how to get the vehicle from wherever he parked it at. Get a driver to that vehicle, get that freight to the drop at a certain time. Right. Okay. That's one example. Okay. Got another example. I had a cargo van. Mm-hmm. And a driver got out the cargo van, left the cargo van running. Uh-huh. Went because it was small package delivery, got out, went to go take a package, small package delivery. Uh-huh. You don't need no CDL to drive no cargo van. No. Next thing you know, somebody jumped in that running vehicle. Took off, when it had an accident with four other vehicles, like a chain reaction mm. accident, four vehicles with multiple people in the car, boom, million dollar insurance claim. My insurance rate shot up. Wow. First, my insurance rate dropped me. Already, insurance is expensive. Right. Then, when I did get more insurance, mm-hmm. it was sky high, but it's making money, so it, right. you know. I mean, I, I could have a larger profit margin if I didn't have this high insurance and those incidents. Mm-hmm. So I think you got to be careful about hiring people mm-hmm. because even the driver that I had that had got shot with the eighteen wheeler, mm-hmm. he had a lot of write ups and infractions on my DOT 
from, you know, doing things that he wasn't supposed to be doing. So they don't take ownership of the and responsibility of a company as if you were the owner and pay of the company. Okay. So okay. in hiring, you have to just get somebody that's responsible and trusting. Like I said, that's a big piece of equipment. Mm-hmm. And experienced. And yes, and experienced. And my advice to someone, if they hire an experienced driver, I want to do a partner drive for a period of time. Yeah, okay. See how they move. So these young people, they be on their phones. They don't be paying attention. They be distracted. They get in that dang truck and get to listen to a little dirt. They don't even hear you calling. Don't hear the brokers <laughs> calling. You trying to track your prey. They ain't thinking about you. But guess what? They outside. Right. They mommy. So what, <laughs> what, what, what would your advice be to um, people that um, have a background? Right. As far as getting in the trucking industry, what are some of the obstacles that they'll face um, for them to get their license? I got no substance abuse. They said, now I'm probably getting in the trucking industry. Listen, if you was a drug dealer, trucking is a new dope game. That's how much money people making in trucking. If you ain't ain't scared to get behind the wheel and drive, and you was driving your dope cross country all them years, you might have to jump in the truck and drive some of this good freight. You ain't got to worry about going to jail. You ain't got to worry about carrying no pistol. Ain't nobody coming right. to you or none of that. Okay. It's not okay. Because for real, even if you don't got the experience, find your own trucking company. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's, it's costly. It's costly. And you're going to make some mistakes along the way. Right. Okay. You're going to try to back your tractor into something. You're going to hit something. Right. That's why you're going to come and let me help you build your business credit so you got working capital somewhere in case you do gotta right. buy you a new trailer or repair somebody's trailer you don't tell them when you're doing a power load okay <laughs> well okay so the only people I'm that can't get up you're talking to somebody's damn doctor you tear that doctor up I done did it all that's what I'm saying she's in total doctor look so the only people that can't get a CDL is somebody has a DUI or something or who can't can't. Yeah, that would be an option. Like, yeah, if you have DUI or substance abuse, you know, um, DWI, DUI, um, that's going to be a problem. And um, if you're not healthy, you can't pass the DOT health inspection. Okay. okay. All right. And, um, you know, you have to get a health physical. So other than that, if you have a criminal background, it might be some brokers and things that may not want to work with you based on the type of uh, freight you may be carrying. Right. You might not be able to get clearance to go to the dock. Mm-hmm. You might not get clearance to go to the airport to pick mm. up freight off a of plane and things like that. But there's so many other avenues of freight that you can get. Okay. Okay. Outside of the um, spa and the trucking, what other business um, do you have? What else do you do? I got a property. I got a property management company. Okay. Uh, I'm an investor in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. What kind of restaurant? Um, <laughs> you know, I like to eat, girl. Big girl like to eat. So you got to tell me what you got on your menu. <laughs> But you also, you help with um, your aunt's restaurant. She has, um, what's the name of her restaurant? Yeah, the soul food. She had, well, she wants me to call it Southern Cuisine. She has oh, Southern, Southern Cuisine, cuisine. Okay. a brunch restaurant. Okay. Her uh-huh. menu is mostly like brunch items, and she does do some soul food okay. items. Um, 
it's a small, like, little intimate family cafe. Okay. Right. And I do a lot of her back office stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. And okay. how, 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 how is... You know, that's why I'm at right now, for real. I just got to eat some more food. Oh, okay. <laughs> and how is, how is um, her, um, the obstacles been as far as you guys um, doing, the, having the COVID restriction for her being a cafe? And you being on the, you know, you have to make sure uh, everything is mandated. Is like carry out anyway, and it's really small and intimate. So okay. it's like a lot of people are taking stuff to go. We okay. don't have any um, restrictions in place right now. So just wearing a mask and we're inside a building. Right. Okay. Uh, and her business, um, she has a lot of obstacles opening, but she's open. She's here and the community's been waiting on her to open because nice. it's been a long time coming. Mm-hmm. It's like her two years, mm-hmm. three years, I think three years to like really like do the build out and get up and going. Mm-hmm. This is a building that mm-hmm. was like basically in demo, but she took it in and turned it around. Right. Nice. I gotta get her on meet the shoe because she got a she got a testimony for y'all. Okay, yes, we'll love to have her. Yes, yeah, we want to hear all yeah. the juiciness from mm-hmm. the good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay, yes. So yeah, y'all gotta meet Terry and Terry girls. Okay, okay. Tell her we'll love to have her on. Yes. Um. Yeah. So this at when by you having um it sounds like you have like. Five different businesses going on right cereal now. Cereal preneur. Yeah, cereal preneur, <laughs> for sure, huh? So what's your... We, we have this segment to where we're, where it's called um, the sh- a shoe moment, right? Uh-oh. So especially being as though you wear many hats and you do a million things your days. just What time do you get up in the morning? What time does your day start? <laughs> right. 4.30. Okay. Ooh. And then what time do you go to bed? About, on average, I would say probably like 10.30. So I would like to go to bed earlier most times. Right. Sometimes I'm up to 11. But I'm, really, I'm not no night owl and I never have been. Okay. Not even in my youth. I've always um, woke up early because my grandmother had a whole food restaurant. Okay. You had to be up uh, sucking them peas. And that corn off the top, her fried corn real early. Uh-huh. She's going to have her food ready for uh, lunch. Okay, right. <laughs> so you're so you're telling all, you're letting all entrepreneurs know that the early birds get, get the, the worm. worm. You're the definition of that. They absolutely get the worm. The worm and also, um, I don't do a lot of self-care. I'm not going to lie. I don't really be taking care of myself. But one thing that I do do every morning, mm. I definitely... Thank God for waking me up every single day. Amen. I thank you. I write him a thank you letter, whether if I verbally say it, write it out, or type it in my phone. I thank God for stuff that he ain't even blessed me with yet because I know it's coming. Yes. I do that, and I work out in the morning. I get okay, up girl. I don't go to 5 o'clock burn boot camp. I go to 6 o'clock burn boot camp. It just depends on how tired my body is and what time I got to get there because, you know, your mind and body got to be as one when you working like this. Yes. Not, you go crazy. Yeah. And when I got a lot on my plate and a lot to do, I don't get a lot of rest mm-hmm. because my mind starts racing and I start thinking everything, oh, all the stuff I need to do. Mm-hmm. And so I keep a pen in the pad on the side of my bed. I swear I wake up in the middle of the night because I be having my best thoughts when I'm sleeping. Yeah. Let me wake up down so I can remember. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Amen to that. Yes. So, so it, yeah, that is my two moment is that everybody needs to, you know, early bird catches the worm, but you also got to, you know, take care of your health as well. Get enough sleep, but also exercise your body and mind 
and live in a place of gratitude. Yes. Okay. And yes. what and what is a shoe moment that you've had? Being as though you're running all these businesses to where you say, if I do that, I'm going to go back to prison. If I if I do that, uh -uh, I'm going to get locked up. What has it grounded you and prevented you from not, you know, somebody might have a customer or uh, an employee might have tried you or someone might have disrespect you or you went and said, nope. Right. You know, I'm a law-abiding citizen now. You yeah. Try to me. I'm yeah. calling the police on you. Okay. Uh, you know, it was a time I handle all my own business. Right. Now, you know, now, I am a law-abiding citizen. Okay. If I had a customer at the store, walk out on me on her service and did not pay. What? Whoa. See, you know. Okay, and so what did you do? Because that's your, you like, oh, hey, my money walking out. Right. You, you owe us some money. Girl, I was like, and I paid for that. I was like, excuse me, come back. Oh, right. And what does she do? <laughs> that thing, she came back and she was like, well, I thought that um, it was a charge. I said, no, you paid a deposit. Oh, wow. Well, I don't got that much money. I'm only going to be able to give you this and you I'll give you the rest of the payment plan. This, that. I said, wait, hold on a minute. I offer a payment plan, but you got to go talk to a secretly bank and get your care credit approved. You need me to send you a link? Right. I'm, no, I'm not going to do that. I was like, okay, so what we can do, I just call the police, they can write you a ticket, you can deal with them. Right. She walked out, but I had her name and contact information and stuff. Mm -hmm. But the thing is this, it's like, I'm not going back, I'm not going to get into it with somebody. First of all, I got a brain. Mm. I can outwit you on any day just about. Okay. First of all, I wake up okay. real, real early while you still sleep. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of all those things that I could be doing. Okay, right. right. That's the first thing. That's the first thing. You don't wake up early enough. Right. And I'm like this with people nowadays. I, if you see my sir, do not disturb my peace. Right. My joy, my, my joy. Don't do that because I touch people every day and I believe in the transferring of spirit. If you got a negative spirit, don't come around me. Yeah. I don't want you near yeah. me. So now I got to go touch my clients. And that's not what I'm trying to put off onto them. Right. You know, I want them to have a good experience. I I don't want negativity in my life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my moments, that's why I'm out here hustling and I grind so much like I do, is because I was away from my young child for seven entire years of her young life. Right. Young life. Mm -hmm. And I had to rely on other people to raise her. Mm -hmm and instilling her the things that I should have been able to do. And so, no matter how tough or hard it is, I'm not doing nothing to go back. And I promise her that if you got to live in a project and only uh, assistance from yeah. the government, I'm not going back to that place. Right. You know, I promise her that. And that's the reason why I work hard as I do. And I do the things that I do. And I am a serial entrepreneur right. because I'm like this. I'm not. I don't have. I don't have the fear factor in me. Mm -hmm. I sometimes may be afraid to step out and really like open the doors for stuff. Mm -hmm. But for me to get it started and going, I'm gonna follow through with it. Mm -hmm. And the worst case scenario is it don't work, and I lost some money. It's only money. Yeah. Right. Right. As long as they pregnant, 
long as they print it and it's the fair exchange for goods and services, I'm gonna find a way to get some. Right. right. Oh, I know that's right. Yes, sister. I ain't worried about it. Not at all. Do you? And one more last yeah, thing yeah. before we let you go, Char, because we know you are a busy yes. lady. Um, how does your daughter feel about? you working so much is she gravitating to it or and wanting to be an entrepreneur or is she saying you know you're always gone you mm -hmm. know does it upset her how 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 is that working i think she doesn't she, she's an emotional creature but she doesn't express herself well so she doesn't say that i'm always gone but when I see her do certain things or behave you know kids act out mm -hmm. yeah. as a parent you know when your child is acting out and my daughter isn't a, a bad kid, but I can tell when she's acting out. And when she does that, I have to check myself and think like, okay, you, you're not present. And sometimes, you know, I, like when I say present, it's not that I'm at work. I'm not present physically. I'd be in the house with her. I'd be there, but I ain't present because my mind is over here. I'm over here booking a load. I'm on the phone with this person. I'm doing that. Right. She may need just something like a little bit of me. And I'm like, uh-uh, hold on. And I have to, you know really adjust that. I haven't really found that balance and I'm just being honest. I have not found that balance and I do need to find that balance. But I do know that my daughter is proud of me because she tells me that she's proud. She's proud of me. And I try to instill good work ethic in her. Like right. when she get home from school, I try to tell her you come to this class, your job is to clean up. You yes. Hit these floors, yeah. mop these floors, throw these towels in the washing machine and dryer. Uh, go to the restaurant, help auntie it's Saturday. I don't need you at the five, but Auntie Boomin, I need you to get on that washing machine, yes. help her work that register, so she can be back there frying chicken, you know, whatever. Get in there, and I want to instill in her to be an entrepreneur. And she is my only child. Mm -hmm. Like I told her, I can't have you involved in a whole bunch of stupidity mm -hmm. outside. So I'm gonna try to keep you inside as much yeah. as possible. Right and try to give her some of the skill sets that I have and teach her some of the things. Because yes. I be teaching her real life skills because yes. I feel like the school, my, well, we in a good school district. Mm -hmm. I feel like the school district was selling my child for a moment because I gave her some money one day and like she wasn't counting back right to me fast enough for the right way. And I was like, wait, hold up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like this, this technology has dumbfounded them. Mm -hmm. Yes, they it's kind of hindered them to depend on, the, on, the, on the calculator on their phone mm -hmm. versus you know the old, old school way, the way we. Yeah, learned. you know I'm in trucking, right? Mm -hmm. I had to pull out the map one day and show her like you need to know how to read this map because you know I was in trucking one time. I'm in Colorado. And I lost my signal. I need to know where the hell I'm going. Let me right. see this map out. Let yes. me show you your longitude and latitude. Right. They ain't teaching our kids that no more. Oh, no, I know. Wow. So now these phones go out, the phone go dead, now you just out there dead. Right. Lost. Right. Mm. right. You don't know which way to go. Okay. Huh? <laughs> like an airplane that can't land. Not I. <laughs> Not I. All right. right. I'm going to see where the sun is rising and where it's setting at. Yeah, I'm going to figure out right. where north, south, east, and west, and I'm going to get my stuff up out of here. Okay. Yes. yes. Well, we thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much, much Tink. Well, you, you guys again. Power <laughs> teams, whatever. Right, right, right. 
Thank you so much. Love you too. Yes. We're gonna come. We're gonna come back. Make us an appointment. And and make us an appointment and do us a live podcast yes. and get some of your services so we can really let everybody Okay, know, uh, have some self-care going on. That's right. Okay, yes. <laughs> Thank you. That was good. That yeah, was really well. <laughs> good. I'm so glad she's doing good with the spire. You know, although it's a slow, it's gonna be slow. January, January is always slow. We just and had to July. Yeah, in July. Yeah. Yes. So we just gotta be patient and go with the flow. Uh, yes. So that's why you know I knew it was gonna be slow in January. So I said I'm gonna start some in uh, class, hands-on classes. Right. So, so I, said, I gotta make up with you. Um, you have upcoming classes this Sunday. Is this your first one? This is my first one. Okay. Since COVID. In, okay. in class on hands on. Mm-hmm. So I have two girls that sign up that's in cosmetology school. Okay. And they want to learn how to do silk press. Oh, wow. Mainly on 4C hair because it's okay. um, you know, a What's thicker, 4C? Te- tell, tell, a tell the thicker texture hair, overly curly. Okay. Kinky. Um, it looks more like an afro or when you, you know, wet it, it's mm-hmm. hard to get wet okay you know okay it's just so really what's the thick. best way i have 4c hair what's what's the best I usually, way straightening 4c hair um usually i'm gonna show them a couple of different techniques mm-hmm. um i think it's more into in the products okay. you use and the blow drying process so okay. i would use a round brush uh flat brush technique i will show them that uh-huh um how to use the stove versus okay. the electric uh flat iron and hot comb okay so they, they're gonna learn both ways so they can see what they're gonna be comfortable with okay. you know what i'm saying but i think it's gonna be fun i'm gonna video it and stuff and the process it's gonna be fun they, they're gonna learn and i'm gonna teach them well okay well you want to thank the sponsors yes thank you to all our sponsors that sponsored our show uh-huh. mama shy sponsored yeah. us yes she did from high school recording arts with the uh, CYC emissaries, em- mm-hmm. and um, she teaches um, AIDS, HIV, and um, all COVID nineteen, uh, you know, prevention. Okay, yeah, that's what she does. And then we have Bossed Up Beauty Waist Trainers Shapewear and Activewear. When you get all your little waist wrap, waistbands, whatever you see, no want. To get your bodies right for the summer. So go to www.bossedupbeauties.com. We have cashmere luxe uh, products, Uh natural hair care products, have growth products, moisturizer products, whatever you need to maintain and promote healthy hair. And that's www.cashmereluxehairsalon.com. And then we have... Uh, Bossed Up... I mean, excuse me. Um, Lena Beans Organic Plus... Mm. Um, that is uh, body butter, sugar scrub, and beer juice. Mm-hmm. com. Thank you guys for tuning in. See you guys next week. Traveling in some motion, battling with the question.